Hello, everybody. This is 88.7 WRSU FM New Brunswick, and you are listening to Brunch Break with Nala and Prathigna. This is episode four, and you're listening to Mo Money, Mo Problems. Aha, which was actually the song that we were playing by Biggie. Yep, the notorious B.I.G. Mo Money, Mo Problems, a clean version, obviously. Um, well, <laughs> so I'm just going to start with a super yeah. basic, Go obvious question. Yeah. Does having more money create more problems? Oh my god. <laughs> oh more my money, god. More money does create more problems. Really? Yeah. I think obviously from a biased um subjective standpoint, money can cure my whole life and I would be substantially happier. Um but I think the more money you have, the more problems you will have. In a way that it's not many people can relate, you know? I agree, which is probably why celebrities always find themselves in so many issues although they have money for sure i think there's a couple topics we could hit with that we have so um, much to unpack in today's episode just kind of i'm gonna ravel it ravel a couple of them yeah. up in the beginning just to kind of get you guys a little tuned in but mental stability is one of them suicide mm. is a big deal for mm. rich people um being surrounded by fake people fake oh, energy bad energy mm-hmm. um having too much that you can't handle it more money more problems but we could also you flip know, the switch and exactly a little bit of money is a lot of problems too more money more problems a little bit of money is the sad amount of problems <laughs> it um, is sad i'm living i'm living that lifestyle right yeah, now i think yeah we all are living some people are just really not even living they're just they're just trudging through um yes it's really rough out here. I'm not gonna lie. Being in college, it's hard in these streets, um, in these Brunswick streets. What I was gonna say is, remember how we talked about in our first episode with Justin Bieber and how he had like that whole apology note and how he we talked about having too many resources but not knowing how to use them can also mm-hmm. be an issue. Same with having little resources and you know just having them and not being exposed to other resources can also be an issue. Like kind of doing vice versa. For so. Fact. I think we could talk about just in general, we can unpack the idea of working for money, you know, like the hustle culture. Capitalism. (laughs) Oh, the hustle culture. Oh, we get into civics. Okay. Okay. Let me brush up on my government politics. Oh, my goodness. Um, No, I can't. I can't do that. Let's. (laughs) I'm so ignorant. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna put that out of air before i can talk about um capitalism but uh, i think we could talk about hustle culture and how that's kind of a rise in kind of what people see millennials dealing with you know in gen z so hustle culture is actually new york times says hustle culture is obsessed with striving it is the complete abandonment of finding healthy work-life integration and instead defining oneself's worth and perhaps one's entire life by what is accomplished in the workplace. And this, in turn, leads to overwork. So, Nala, you and I have both been working since wow. we were born. We so both I think, really identified to hustle culture, and I didn't even realize that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of... I, I th- This past few years, I kind of related my work-life balance, um, relating it to, you know, that one scene in Lilo and Stitch, the movie, where Nani is, like, that montage of Nani finding jobs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my life yes so i i've been finding jobs like going i was in a poetry class i walked out because we were doing like a walking poem tour i walked out and i just like sat down wrote my poem i walked up to the zimmerelli 
to the Zimmerelli Art Museum, sat down there, wrote my poem, whatever, you know, ex- experienced life for two seconds. And then I walked inside. I'm like, hey, are you guys hiring part time? I got the card and I just emailed my, the boss um, or the security manager. And that was that. I was like, wow. I will never stop <laughs> like this. I don't even know if I have room for a second job. Bro, my brother was literally like seven years old doing the exact same thing. That's mm-hmm. probably one of the easiest ways to find a job, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's an issue that you don't stop looking for a job because you're probably always going to need a job. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact I that we always need a job is an issue. It's, it, that is the main <laughs> issue, <laughs> honestly. But uh, I think that that first step of just having the courage to seek a job, mm-hmm. knowing that you could walk in somewhere and say, hey, are you guys hiring? Can I get the paperwork? Is the application online? Is the first step that a lot of people don't even know exists. I want to say in the sense that, for example, in New Jersey, you're allowed to legally work at the age of 16. Mm. I remember when we were in 16, we were in when we were 16, we were in high school mm-hmm. and there was just a period probably around sophomore and junior year where everybody was striving to get a job. And for a lot of people, their first issue was okay well how do i get a job i need money but how do i get money Mm -hmm. and aside from today is easy to make money not for nothing you could just make an instagram account in some way somehow finesse and make money but one of the first steps is going out and asking like Mm -hmm. hey can i do anything Mm -hmm. that benefits you guys so that you can pay me yeah it's, Which is a big deal. It's those traditional methods that are kind of lost in the sauce of Instagram <laughs> influencing and, um, you know, doing a lot of shady stuff. Um, I think I remember another, like, small anecdote. I think I remember, I think junior year, I printed out my resumes and I walked around Easton Avenue and I literally distributed them to local shops and yes. restaurants. That's not something people do anymore. To the point where this one um, this one bagel shop on Easton, on the corner of Easton, was like, oh, what's Indeed.com? I'm like, you don't know what Indeed.com is? You taught me what that is. Did I? Yes. Well, I've been, a lot of people <laughs> I've been applying know. more than I've been working then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, a lot of people don't know what Glassdoor, Indeed, um, everyone knows LinkedIn, but it's just, it's just those traditional methods like walking around you know door door to door and it's kind of like what you did you hustled you see you dm'd carla marie and you're like hey i'll hey, be around i'll be around can you shadow those are so like traditional and so yes and they're, they're a big deal i was talking yeah. to my boss dean mark schuster yes. and shout out to mark facts <laughs> and he um he was talking to my friend about the fact that Back in the day, he used to mentor this man named Scott Laser, Lazar or Laser. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And he is now the video promote video. Bleh, can't even talk. Um, video. He does video production for J Cole, oh. and he J Cole basically fired his go to guy so that Scott could work for him. So you know, I'm thinking that Scott probably got this job through some type of recommendation, or or he knew somebody, or money helped him out. Girl, none of that. Even despite his background, his mm-hmm. his academics, despite all of that, what got him that job with J. Cole, and he, again, he is now J. Cole's go-to guy, is the fact that he literally just sent, he edited a couple of videos and just sent it out to a whole bunch of people in the film industry. And somebody in the film industry That's was how you like, gotta do it. whoa, this is dope, you yeah. know? And one thing led to the next, and now he's working for J. Cole. But it was that initial 
door to door knock that yeah, got him yeah. that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's the only white person on J. Cole's crew. Uh, so that, that just goes to show lot. like your hustle is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, in that New York Times quote, mm-hmm. it also said a bit um, that this hustle lifestyle that mm-hmm. we're exposed so to, yeah. exposed to and embedded in, honestly, it says that it causes an abandonment of finding a healthy work life and segregation. And in that, you lose your worth. And I think that that's something in terms of chasing the money that a lot of people don't think about. Mm-hmm. For example, you're chasing the bag, so you're probably working for Uber. Uber doesn't even give you any health benefits. Oh, yeah. Same with Lyft. <laughs> and same, same with, with Lyft. Seamless. Same what, with Seamless. Other, All of those yeah. little kind of freelance type of jobs mm-hmm. that are so They're easy to get. They're not stable. Your money is basically reliant on algorithm that is biased, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Algorithm is just... Algorithm in oh itself my God. is if just I a whole snap, other... I would. <laughs> yeah, like, that's just a whole other realm is, that we need yeah. to talk about. Well, not today, though. Oh. <laughs> but, um, because, Jesus... But no, with that being said, we hustle so hard that we do lose our worth because since a lot of employers and business owners and all of that such know that we are so embedded in this hustle culture, they're also putting out work that, you know what, benefits them way less than it benefits us. Mm. How easy must it be to have somebody work for you? With you know, and the it's, dedication is yeah. is what they wanted mm-hmm. to be, but at the end of the day, it's cool because you're not you're not giving them any kind of benefit. You know, we can also talk a whole episode about <laughs> corporate business <laughs> and oh capitalism, <laughs> but I think we should go back to just this idea of chasing money and whether how that affects us psychologically and it's how the best and worst it is the best and worst. But it's so interesting to me because I was reading or I was listening. No one reads anymore. I, I still <laughs> I still read. I still read. <laughs> I promise. But I was listening to this podcast where it's all it's all money talk. And the guy, he wrote this book, this health help, like the self help book on thinking about money in a positive light. And that's something a lot of people don't, don't do. do. I don't do that. We don't No, Every time I think about paying term bills or paying for textbooks or paying for groceries, I just get this pit in my stomach. I'm just so anxious. And I think a lot of college students and grad students and just, you know, emerging adults can relate to that because it's so I don't know something about paying bills and something about constantly working and working and working and then having it all disappear is so dehumanizing because that's all you live for that's all you work for and i feel like it's hard to find you know a silver lining in that but it's also important to realize that money can be a good thing and not many examples have showed up in my life to talk (laughs) about it not gonna lie not gonna lie but i think it's something we can unpack in today's Um, episode I think money can be a good thing. And <laughs> you said it's so hesitant. Because it can and it can't. So <laughs> I'm going to give two examples. Okay, I'm ready. All right. In the sense of money cannot, regardless if you have it or if you don't, let's say you're in a very healthy, happy, committed relationship. Okay. One of the Which things, I am not. With me either. <laughs> but one of the things that'll probably really be detrimental to your relationship mm. is money. Oh, of course. You could be so happy, oh, yeah. mentally healthy, both of you individually and together, and money will be the downfall. Of course. Paying bills mm. and, and figuring and distribution and things like that. But now, on the other hand, having money opens opportunities. Money is a tool. Mm. For example, I was lucky enough to receive a scholarship for the chancellor mm. to go to Italy. Oh, yeah, Having baby. that money opened up the tools for, A, I was able to save money and then get to a whole other country and mm-hmm. just 
learn an entirely new culture. It didn't matter how yeah. much or how little I had yeah. once I was there because that was my money out of pocket. I love it. But having that money is what helped me develop some type of experience in my career so that in the future I may have not realized it while I was in Italy, but having the courage to like go out and interview mm-hmm. like these celebrities made it so that in the future I was comfortable with asking Carla Marie if I could shadow her without making money. It gave you confidence. It gave you confidence. Sometimes money gives you experiences that give you confidence. I don't think it's... Having confidence because of money, I don't think is a good thing. Mm -mm. But having confidence... That's arrogance. for a fact. But having confidence because you use the the tool that is money to open up opportunities and experiences, I think is, like, key. I love everything about what you said. I love that you used money as a tool because that's what it that's is. what it is inherently money i is mean that's just, what it should it be. should be exactly that's the role of money it's also a necessity it honestly. is a necessity but i feel like people because of the way you know society is exposing or kind of depicting money as this kind of ugly green monster that people are just trying to get and get and get and not really see the real bigger you know picture in life it's hard to see that it's just a tool and, it, and if you use it in the wrong way, of course it's going to hurt. But if you use it in all the right ways, it's going to be so beneficial. But people are not taught how to use it in the right wow. ways. And especially growing up for kids, when they're on their own, people are not taught how to do this. So, of course, it's going to be hard for everyone, adults, children, young adults, except that one grandpa with the 401k blasting through that, <laughs> blasting through that convertible on 18. Oh, man. Did we, we really just do that? Did we really just do that? Yes, and I just had to applaud you for what you said because, like, oh, facts. Thanks, girl. But yeah, we're you're gonna hear some sound effects throughout the show. I love it. Um, I love the surprise. I know it's not. It's not. There's gonna be more guys. That's all I have to say. Okay, <laughs> awesome. This isn't the end. This isn't the end. There's gonna be more sound effects throughout yeah. multiple shows. Yeah, um, but I also wanted to uh, touch base on what you said with affecting relationships. I think money is a tangible thing. But it can also be a psychological thing. And it's the way you view money that can affect the relationship. Money doesn't have to affect a a marriage or doesn't have to ruin a relationship or um, a bond between siblings. I think the way you perceive money and the psychological impacts and the way that you grew up around money impacts how you deal with it. My mom always told me, she said, never take out um, never be in debt with your friends. Never ask your friends for money. Amen. It's something. Amen. And in addition to that, mm-hmm. um, my mom also taught me that. Yeah. And one of the things that she always made it a big deal. If you're ever in, in the position where you really do want to lend your friend money, mm-hmm. don't give it to them. Don't expect that money back. Mm-hmm. Think about it like you're doing them a favor, so yeah. that you don't. That expectation doesn't leave room for you to be upset because you're not getting the full amount or you're not getting it when you want it or whatever the case is so exactly how you said don't be in debt with your friends don't lend them money and if you feel the need to lend them money you're not lending it give it to them of course and i love that because at some point you do have to like lend money like lend money to your friends because they're your friends there's so many different circumstances then also you got to be real picky about the which friends, friends that you exactly that you allow that. That's to something happen that with. you know that gut instinct is something you have to have, or else <laughs> you're kind of done for. That <laughs> I know that done. in terms of money, we're not really taught anything, but that is something, something. that you will never be oh. taught. Oh yeah, which friends to it's pick and choose? It's trial and error, and girlfriends. It's trial facts. and error, and it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough if you 
surround yourself with the wrong people, are influenced by the wrong things, especially money and, and bad money. There is such thing as good and bad money. Just, you know, can you explain that to me? I think, um, well, first I want to go back with, um, I'll explain it in one second. I just want to go back and to that point where I said that lending money is not, it's not a bad thing. Even though my mom said it to be kind of cautious, she told me in a way that kind of prepares me for the world because people aren't going to give that money back or give it the same way that you have these expectations for it. And I love what you said because if you're going to lend something, don't lend it anymore. Just give it. Don't because, expect it back. Exactly. Don't expect it back. Whether it's a good friend or a bad friend, just you know, just know that maybe you can expect it back in different ways. Like if I pay for yes. dinner, I expect I don't expect it right like back away. You know, I just expect something in return. Wow, fast. Like maybe a like a coffee or something that kind of levels up the dinner. But it doesn't have to be right away. It doesn't have to be a Venmo transaction. You know, sometimes technology is great. We have Venmo. Back in the day, what did we do? We called our banks, and that was something that was. I don't know, kind of lost. People just Venmo each other. People just do PayPal. Technology's changed it all. I think that's another thing that I think we could touch on, the accessibility of money. Of course. A couple years ago, you cannot just send money. Like, you Mm -hmm. had to go to the bank and and withdraw it, like, with the swiftness. But now you could send money on the spot. I mean, you know, when people (laughs) people are tabling outside... And you're like, nah, I don't have a dollar. You're like, well, we take Venmo and Cash App and Zelle. It's oh like, my God. all right, well, now Think I feel harassed. Think about how many frats and sororities could have had, you know, so much money so, back in the day. <laughs> I think that it is obviously convenient to yeah. be able to collect and distribute money so easily mm-hmm. and conveniently. But at the same time, it opens up a lot of issues mm-hmm. in the sense of like, oh, well, I know you went to do your nails last week. And you have your phone on you 24-7, so why yeah. don't you send me those $5 that I spent on you for lunch? And it's just, it runs the risk of creating all these little petty problems oh that you Oh, my God, address. yes. Pettiness is definitely key. And that's, and you know what? Something I want to address with pettiness and frugality, is that even a word, just being frugal? It just kind of depends on how you were, again, raised with money. If you were raised in a very, I think if you were raised in a very impoverished kind of lifestyle, you're either really frugal when you're older or you're either really impulsive. And that's both are really extremes, you know, in the wrong way. Um, so that's something people have to find a middle ground with and kind of do, you know, through trial and error, figure out who you should trust and when to be petty and when not to be petty. Because there's some things I will be petty, like a landlord. If, you know, if <laughs> I just, Nala's face I'm, just. Can I just share an experience real quick? It's off yes. topic anyway. Yes. <laughs> Guys. Your face went through different shades of gray. <laughs> like, oh, man. I have bad experience with Go landlords. Go for it. Go for it. So just to all <laughs> of my, my fellow Rutgers peers who live off campus, read your lease over 200 times. Hire a lawyer. I don't care. Hire a lawyer. Hire a lawyer. It's an investment. It's, it's not a waste of money, which is a waste of money is something it's that we will a, get into <laughs> during this episode as well. It's not some terms of agreement you just check off you yeah, know, when you sign nah. an Apple update. Facts. No, it's for real. Um, make sure that you always get a receipt. It, by law, that if you don't get a receipt from your landlord, they could run you all your money back. <laughs> so so much sure, pain in that voice. Make sure you always get a receipt when you pay rent and... Make sure you're just in good terms with your landlord because they will throw all your furniture Stop away. Your teeth, Nala. I can't believe she threw all my person. furniture away. Ooh. <laughs> that is beside the point. That is why my face went from brown to, to yeah to gray, gone and gray, gone and gray, <laughs> gone and gray, y'all. Oh my god. 
Um, but I guess with that being said, we can move on to the topic of waste Wasteful, of money. Yeah. Um, because you can invest your money, and I'm not talking like in the economical term, like with Wall Street and all of that. You could invest your money in, for example, Adobe software to help you with your crafts. Oh, or sure. invest your money on a trip because mm -hmm. trips uh, they help with your persona. Um, if you're into that, yeah, if whatever you're into. That, you're whatever, into. An investment that you make with your money is you buying something that, okay, it may be expensive or out of your budget, but it's going to benefit you. And the cost of what you're getting back from that particular mm -hmm. product is more than the money. Yeah. But waste of money is a thing. Retail therapy is a thing. Waste of money is a thing, but so is what you value with yes. money because people might have may place values on different things people may place value on food now i pers or coffee i personally do not place that much value on coffee but people do have a budget just for coffee and if that helps them get through the day then that's fine but people shouldn't be judgmental it's like oh you don't have money because you spend it all on coffee i'm like hello coffee is the only thing that gets me going through this <laughs> hell of a life okay? an investment it's an investment it's your budget people are not into fast fashion that's fine so what do they do spend a hundred dollars on a pair of jeans or a dress and reformation or some other um organic and ethical fashion service that'll last them for years that's what my older sister does she stopped fast, fa uh, fast fashion she stopped um all these retail shopping and she has clothes that'll last her for a lifetime and it's also it makes her feel good morally because she's not supporting child labor in other countries that it's all value system but people should not be judging other people based on these values i don't personally care about fast fashion y'all gonna hate me but i'm too broke Packs. to even think about Packs. ordering a dress that's less than ten dollars okay no honestly um i will get there when i get there when i'm financially free but right now that's not in my priority i guess that's something you can you can say it as like it's not in my priority well, even if I do value it in terms of priorities, yes. because that's all it comes down to yeah. your values, your priorities. That's what it comes down you, to. You yeah. know what you can spend your money on. You know what you can't spend your money on. You know what you get happiness and comfort out of. Mm -hmm. And you know what you don't. Yeah. So on my Instagram story, I posted, um, I don't care how broke I am. I will never ditch my Apple, my Apple music subscription. I don't know how <laughs> to step away from a cute jacket. And I'm obsessed with throw blankets. My mom and friends always try to take, like, talk me out of all of my guilty, ah, guilty pleasure purchases. Mm -hmm. So I asked my followers, what thing or things do you guys buy, even if you don't technically need it, mm. but it helps you. Like you said, it, it's just a part of you. And for a lot of people, it was coffee, mm. which is understandable because that is an addiction. Of course. But for other people, it was makeup products. Mm -hmm. I like to make myself feel pretty, which mm -hmm. I understand. Um, somebody put random storage containers. My friend Jordan put that. And you know what? That is a guilty pleasure that I could understand. Maybe having those extra storage containers, although for other people, it's so like, you don't need that. For her, it's probably, it helps me keep myself organized. And when I come into my room, I see everything is just, I know where it's at. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's set. And that makes me happy. Priorities. For my mom, it's her Starbucks cups. Yes. It's, it's for, I think everybody has a weird guilty pleasure to them. That is a priority, mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be looked down upon only yeah. because like am i gonna spend all this money on coffee cups or coffee period no that's not me i'm not i'm not spending money on random mm -hmm. storage containers coffee mugs anything like that but don't judge a person but i can't judge you for that yeah. because that's that's your guilty pleasure that's what gets you going i bet that it makes you really happy to come home and see those Starbucks exactly cups. but you also don't know what they're going through what their financial situation is people maybe they out here money. spending so much but they're probably just using that as what you said i have another little 
um, experience yeah. that I could throw out. Go so I'm an EOF student. Mm-hmm. I've told you what that is. Yeah. But for the listeners who don't know, that's um, an educational. The EOF program is Educational Opportunity Program. Educational Opportunity Funding Program. <laughs> um, not a lot of states in New Jersey. In- the United States have this, New Jersey does, and New York does, and it's mm-hmm. basically a program through the government that provides resources, money included, mm-hmm. for low-income students and first-generation students, me being one of them. And so when I had first started, when you start this program, you have to take summer classes that are super intensive. Mm-hmm. If you don't pass, you can't go to school here. So I took my summer classes here at Rutgers straight two days after I graduated high school at a Gucci bag. My mom bought me it as a gift mm-hmm. because I'm a first-generation student. Yeah. She was just so proud of me. Yeah. So there was this running joke going around in, like, my class of 2020 where, like, Nala must have finessed the government to have a bag like this. Like, how do you that have no money? That is so funny. That is how do you have no funny. money <laughs> but you could afford a luxury bag? See, that's kind of small mindset, petty people I don't put myself facts. around with. I Facts. But with that being said... It really gets you to think that everybody has their different guilty pleasures, again, and their priorities or whatever the case is. You don't know how much or how little money people have. You don't know the story behind that Gucci bag? Facts. Some people spend years saving up for a car, a bag, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Something that's going to help them, make them happy, oh, make course. them feel at yeah. ease. I don't think that you should ever judge somebody off of the things that they have because you... Girl, you could have a $5,000 Louis bag and only have a dollar bill in it. Facts, facts, You know facts. what I mean? Here's, it's all a flex yeah. for some people. <laughs> it is. It's not it's for also, me, but for some people. It's also like an origin story. You don't know yes. how they got there, like where they're going. How many jobs did she have to work? Exactly. How, many, how many overtime people, hours did she put in? People trying to look over all this. And it's all because people just trying to see the superficial side of everything. And that's just the way society runs now, unfortunately. But here's another little thing my mom told me. Never judge um, a person's wealth or income by the house they live in. Wow. Ever. Wow, fast. Ever. My, like, I grew up, like, I still, like, I'm living in this, like, five-room apartment. Five-room, not bedroom. Apartment, one bathroom with five family members since I was, since I moved to America. And that's, like, just the apartment complex we've lived in for life. And, you know, growing up, of course, I wanted to, like, you know, when I would sleep over my friends' houses, I would be like, oh, my God, they have such nice houses, mom, blah, blah, blah. And she'd always feel so guilty. But, you know, when we grew up and when we would have these talks, these money talks, she'd be like, never judge a person's income on their house. Because I grew up with everything. My mom and my parents never felt like I lacked anything because they just worked and supported. And I bet and neither gave, did you feel like you, no, they I lacked never, on anything. No, I never. Of course. That's why I never take a single thing for granted when it comes to them because they gave me everything I needed while hiding all the issues back doors. And... It, growing up, I didn't know that. But when I would see some houses and see like some people, even relatives that are living in these luxurious houses, my mom would tell me like, "Oh, they're not doing that well. You know, they're they just paid off their mortgage a while ago, but now they're still struggling to pay with other expenses like car insurance and BMWs. Like it it does not matter what you have. It's about sustaining that and being mm-hmm. stable and being comfortable. It does not matter if you have a Gucci bag. It does not matter. Like my first internship, my mom. You know, she went out and she, during a sale, she's a smart shopper. It's she got me. Ta- <laughs> wrong sound effect. You doing applause? Yes. Hold on. Technical difficulties. <laughs> I'm going to keep talking. Ooh, I don't think that's the one either. That's not. But you know what? Um, keep talking. <laughs> my, my mom got me this Michael Kors bag for my internship. And I knew how hard she worked for it. So 
it's and again it's, not I, for nothing an investment because exactly. having that bag makes you look more professional it does in that workspace it does but it's also a milestone of how yes. far i've come how Which hard how i've I worked felt. yes exactly facts, facts. so everyone at uof <laughs> roast on <Nala laughs> for her gucci bag needs to shut the heck up okay and then even the fact your mom worked hard to get you that gift exactly that even still although you didn't put the money forth yeah for it yeah it's um it's a symbolism of the of milestone course. that you've reached yeah. and i think that's so important it's evidence it's tangible it's a it's a fleeing thing i think with that being said we could definitely agree that you could have the most beautiful bands but you're probably not even paying those bills because you can't afford it yep you could have a beautiful car or a beautiful home but mm -hmm. you probably a are so lonely in that home mm -hmm. or b struggling to pay your other exactly. bills as you pointed out you can't really judge people by their income or by their what they have. material yeah. materialism is a thing and you can't just judge people by what they have because Should you do really that? don't know what's going on Should do that material shaming hashtag material shaming. <laughs> i like that <laughs> with that being said we're gonna play sis better have my money because we don't have time to miss any bill payments <laughs> <laughs> hold on i can't laugh this hard on a mic <laughs> tune in guys <laughs> That was Cardi B, Money, Clean Version, and we listened to Be Better Have My Money by Rihanna. Sis Better Have My Money by Rihanna. Sis and again, Better Have My Money. Again, everybody, you are listening to 88.7 WRSU FM New Brunswick. So, again, our episode is called Mo Money, More Problems. Thank for God anybody we took that... a break. I was getting heated. <laughs> I told you, talking about money is like... It gets, it gets intense sometimes. Yeah. It's just a lot. It's a also, lot. these might be the most views we've got because I've been getting text <laughs> on text. Shout out to Nancy. Shout out to Rose. Shout out to Parama. Beep, 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 if we had that. Beep, oh, wait. Beep, beep. Do we? Oh, no. my God. Hold on. I'm going but... to keep talking so there's no dead air until she figures this out. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Oh, no. No, Nala. I don't like that. That's, that's the best I got. I don't like that. I'm just going to keep going with the pew, 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 pew. Shout out to Ro. Shout out to Nancy. Shout out to Nala's mom. Yes. Yes. You know, it's a slow, it's a slow burn. We'll get there. We will um, get there. What were you saying? But, were you saying something? No, I wasn't. I don't think I was. I think you were saying something. But we are back. Oh, okay. And we're going to keep talking about money. Yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah. Money. Um, <laughs> how else could we talk about money? Um, Working for the green, work-life balance. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. I think oh. that when you grow up with not too much money, it's often a little difficult to splurge a little bit. Mm. You know, it's it's hard because you have money and you want to keep it. You yeah, don't want to be yeah. back in that situation where you don't have money. We often talk a lot about people who stay without money and people that were born with money and stay rich, but we never talk about that progression. That like cliche yes. american dream you know what okay, i mean that's Starting... the progression we need to talk yeah. about more because that's something people don't see a lot but it happens it happens and i feel like when you do see it you see it in a very discouraging manner mm. in the sense of you know you see everybody on instagram getting famous overnight what about that little kid on youtube that's making like millions of dollars <laughs> what, off by opening twitter views <laughs> yeah and it literally happened all, overnight it did but also that he's a child influencer. Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get back to influencers and children because <laughs> wait, just those topics. Yeah, because that's, that's such a niche community. <laughs> I think that's just him. I think he's the only one that's well, carrying this team thinking... of influencers <laughs> and children. I'm Every other child in the fourth grade is looking at him like crazy. He's like, go back to taking naps and eating goldfish. <laughs> I was thinking 
influencers in the sense of making money and okay. then separate from that children, children and working children okay perfect i thought you said he child is a rare case he is yes, a very rare he is case. a rare case i don't know why i have beef with him i don't even know the kid you know why because he got money it wasn't that easy for <laughs> us to make so much money but again that progression just see you see all these people just make it overnight you don't hustle. see the hustle you don't yeah. see the struggle you often people get rich and they might, they're not like cardi b where they're telling you that they were making tuna mm-hmm. sandwiches and really struggling mm-hmm. to come up we don't tuna hear about sandwiches. that too. yeah i mean i love, you tuna, love sandwiches. tuna i think that's why you plugged in tuna i don't yeah. think she was actually making- she was it's in one of her songs and now i'm gonna play it for you i'm <laughs> okay. gonna play it i'm gonna write okay. it okay i believe you but um yeah just splurging i think <laughs> it's just something that it is important is important and we never talk about it. we never do um the real the daytime mm-hmm. talk show mm-hmm. with adrian and yeah. lonnie janae and Tam- one of the twins it's not tamara right? Tam- tamara tamara, tamara i think it's tamara it's because mm-hmm. it's not tia it's tamara that's on the show oh i thought t- um, <laughs> tamara tamara is the same one yeah it is Tia's i thought they the were two one. different people oh my <laughs> god well on their daytime talk show that is something that adrian touched upon mm-hmm. um she doesn't purchase like fake bags in the sense of like she'll go to walmart and get her a cute bag or she'll go to target or zara wherever and get her a bag but she won't get like a Chinatown Michael Kors or a Chinatown mm-hmm. Louis. Mm-hmm. She said that she thinks that making those big purchases influence her in the sense of like how you said they make her realize that she reached a milestone. But it's her splurging on herself mm-hmm. a little bit because sometimes you do have to spend yeah. money on yourself. But not even in the sense of those materialistic materialistic things. Splurge on yourself in the sense like Dr. Ross says, oil changes. Oil changes are expensive, but you they need are. them. Car cleaning. Spur- yes, car cleaning. Hygiene products. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Pedicure, bikini wax, Brazilian wax. Facts, all of that. Do it all, girlfriends. Do it all. It's going to make you feel good. It's healthy for you. It's going to make you look good. If, if that's, that's what, what you, you think. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. If you think that makes you look good, it's all up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, splurging on yourself in the sense that you don't don't go for the cheap product because that's what you were reliant on because that's all you could afford at some point. But maybe get that upgraded version because it's going to last longer. It, it is beneficial. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes, like, things are expensive because of the worth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do think there's a lot of products out there that are super overpriced mm-hmm. and not worth it. But on the same hand, there's there's a reason for that. You put a price on value and, tar- yeah. Right. I was going to say Target's better than Walmart, but that's not that. Oh, my God. We can't do that. We can't it's do that. It's a non-commercial radio station. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, just really... Investing in yourself again is about like investment. That. Yeah, it is an investment. Um, but it's also again, it could be a Gucci bag, it could be um, a pedicure, and it could also it could be, be a planner. It could be a planner. Coffee Planners in the morning. Planners are so expensive. If there's yes. a good, what is it, Lily Pulitzer? Yes. Planner. Oh my god. They're really expensive, yeah. but you know what? Splurge on yourself because that's an investment that'll help you keep organized. Like you said, coffee. Mm-hmm. Maybe that Starbucks coffee is a little too expensive and you're more used to making Bustelo at home. Bustelo. But if that's what works better with your... Because it like <laughs> it's about Bustelo, baby. It's a vibe. <laughs> um, but again, maybe that's more convenient for your time and maybe that coffee is better for you. I, I personally don't know if it is, mm-hmm. but to each is their own. Yeah. I like to... At the, I feel like we should do this with our shows. You know how we kind of send rhetorical questions? Yes. Or little, like, exercises, almost like a therapy session. I think Hi. we should... I think we should, for this episode, we should 
look at money in a more positive light instead of trying like trying to control our emotions when it comes to money of course there are going to be some circumstances where it's just going to take the living life out of you like paying bills and rent and paying other people's bills like your parents bills and stuff like that i mean that that does money in general when you see that number decreasing in your account it's it hurts a little bit you know what you know what hurt one when i have to pay for two textbooks for an online class that hurt that took an arm off me what took my whole heart was <laughs> that took an arm off me but what really took my heart <laughs> what took my heart was i was supposed to get a paycheck for my last internship i was gonna bring that two up. weeks ago and i don't know it's only been two so, days but this is something I'm that i wanted to tackle so anxious about it Facts. this is something that i wanted to tackle on our show today because it is an issue that i have faced through working at nike through mm-hmm. working at Rutgers, starbucks at Rutgers, and at starbucks yeah honestly that's an issue i faced in every single one of my jobs so Last night, Prathigna called me and she was basically like, hey, look, I have a check that a paycheck that I was supposed to get that I haven't received yet. The due date is way past overdue. Two days to me is way past overdue. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how to go about it. I think that that is something that nobody ever talks about. One, getting the money that is owed to you. And two, receiving a raise, getting the money that you do feel like you deserve. Mm -hmm. So in terms of how do I ask for my check if I haven't received it? That is advice that i think our listeners would probably really appreciate girl ask for it <laughs> that's all you gotta do yeah. what i told her thing to do in this particular case it's been you said two days yeah she was supposed to get paid on sunday and today is tuesday but here's the thing everyone's like oh it's sunday but i get paid no matter what it's direct deposit i always see and it's, it and it do you religiously get paid every single sunday on time not sundays but they would just be days it would just be any day they you don't have just- a specific payday I mean, I do, but they don't always fall on a Sunday. They could, they're usually falling on a Friday. They usually fall on Fridays, but there's a select amount of times that you've gotten paid on Sundays. Yeah. Okay. That's different. That's cool. But either way, what I told Prithigna to do, which I think doesn't matter what that payment pattern looks like for you, wait until, wait a week, two weeks if you get paid bi weekly, wait until the next payment or, payday period mm-hmm. right that's the next wait till next period. payday yeah pay period thank you wait till that next day and then if you do not get your money then be like hey you know i haven't received my paycheck for this last payday you know what's crazy yes i hate to interrupt you but i already emailed them because no. i got impatient oh my god <laughs> i told her <laughs> I, to I wait so impatient. <laughs> i didn't wait i was like Hey, um, hope you're doing well. I just wanted to inquire about my direct deposit because I remember 9-15 being the date I received my last paycheck. Thanks, smiley face. Have they responded? Not yet. That's my biggest fear. Like me just not. You know what else is a big fear? I'm sorry. I'm just so over the place. When you you just order takeout and it takes like three, three hours to get your Chinese takeout. um, That's like a small little, small little worry. That has nothing to do with money, but I feel you. That's something else that's been on my mind. I'm I don't like so waiting anxious. for food. I don't like waiting in general. I think that's like the common thread of this little anecdote. You know what? Yeah, facts. But patience is important, especially when it comes to money. I know. I know. And that's patience something I have to psychologically work on because here's, here's that what It's that cancer energy. Oh, my God. We cannot do this. <laughs> we both walked in like, oh, my God, I'm so anxious I today. I know. I know. I walked in. And but here's the thing, I'm trying to fix that. That's what we could do. We're trying to fix it and make it into a more lighter situation. I know I will definitely get this money because it's money. I paid. I mean, I worked. For you it. worked for it. Yeah. I worked for it. I Legally, will get paid. They have to give you the money. I will definitely get paid. I just don't know when, but I just need to relax because, you know, things happen. So there's that. 
Sorry <laughs> to just project my anxieties on this mic. But what else, What about you? You said you kept going through this Oh yeah, internships? It, yeah, it's something that I just experienced a lot. And that's the technique that I use. I think it's cool that you just reached out right away. That's always... If you're not going to wait till the next period, do it right away. Mm-hmm. I think that getting things done ASAP in, in the work field mm-hmm. and in that industry, that's important. Just get it done ASAP. And also, another little side note, you emailed. And that is so important. Having a paper trail of everything. Oh, yeah. You can't always record phone calls. And it's actually illegal in some states to record those calls without getting the approval oh, of yeah, the of other person on yeah. the other line. And so, or on the other side of the phone call. And so having those paper documents, those emails, the handwritten letters, that is so important when it comes to money in whatever way you're dealing mm-hmm. with it. You need your proof. Where are the receipts? You know what I mean? Get the receipts. Sis. Get the receipts. Receipts um, for everything. Receipts for, for your rent. Get receipts. From your landlord. <laughs> yes. Get oh just receipts. If Pixar didn't happen, you know receipts are important today. Yeah. So. Well, you know, on that topic, we can also talk about negotiating. No one ever talks about that you can negotiate for a better salary. I know that's something we can pick at it at a later episode when we do talk about careers and moving up. But I like that idea that you talked about. No one really discusses progression. You know, you either are really rich or you're kind of just in that poor, frugal mindset. But when people progress, you know, manifestation, reaching the dream, you got to work for it. And working for it means negotiating and knowing your worth. And Agreed. That's, a lot of the kind of regret not knowing how to do because now that we're seniors but like you said you don't get taught it you don't get taught it there's no resources to tell you that you can negotiate for a better salary you can pin offers against other offers without being crazy sounding you know um i think that's just something people can discuss and research more on i don't i definitely should um as i'm applying for jobs already <laughs> uh, but i think that's also something that you learn through experience it is it is and it's something people should definitely keep in mind because it's a thing and it can get you places that you never dreamed of oh my god okay. are we playing i'm looking <gasps> yes. i love this song you guys are gonna like the song yeah she i don't want to end so we, we can... wait we're ending already no but like the conversation's dying so you um, have to carry this team yeah, I got you. That was the plan. So with that being said, while you're digging for some more topics to talk about, I'm going to have listeners listen to Gold Digger by Kanye West. Take my money Well, I'm in need Yes, it's a trifling Friend indeed Oh, she's a gold digger Way over town That digs on me We are back with Mo Money, Mo Problems. Um, you're listening to Brunch break with Nala and Prathigna. We don't have to do this every... You every, don't. You don't, but I kind of like doing it. Yeah, I know. Me too. I it's, never do it's it. Fine. It's been so long. Um, um, so we decided we're not going to conclude our show at 3 o'clock today. <laughs> I just got to give them a little update. As you guys know, RUE, which is the RU Entertainment Show, the official entertainment show of WRCUFM New Brunswick, runs every weekday from 3 to 4 p.m., but we have not started yet. Um, if you guys do want to get involved, hit me up on my Instagram or my Twitter, <laughs> at NoChillNala, but... <laughs> Um, can't say that without laughing. You, yeah, I can't say that without laughing. I don't know why. Let's do a little giggle with it. No chill, Nala. No chill, Nala. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> I gave myself a weird little tag, but yeah, um, hit me up if you guys want to get involved, guys. It's super fun and lighthearted. The only reason we are not doing it today is because we found that we've been getting a lot of really positive feedback about this episode. You guys are loving the advice, and we're honestly loving just unpacking everything that has to do with money in terms of being a college student, being a woman 
being a person in America yep. and just living, you know, we didn't we didn't ask for this. Like <laughs> none of us, you know, we kind of were just put into it and and now we're forced to work and pay bills and Ooh, you know You know, I I'm glad we extended the show because now I just have a range of topics I want to talk about. Um one, these are just I'm just gonna put them out there like bullet points and we can go with wherever you want to start. One with how America views money, hustle culture versus you went abroad, how Europeans um, and people Ooh. on the other side of the world. Yeah, because the other side does exist, people. We are not the only country in this world, in this earth. <laughs> I said worth. Um, <laughs> uh, so how they view money and how their culture is so different and so lax. And it's not driven by this, you know, constant like fear of the green, I guess, the green bills. For fact, um, we're gonna talk about that after a break. We are gonna take a little break as we transition to the next hour of the show. But before we do, I want to read this excerpt um, written by the Billboard charts under the song which we're gonna play, "Cream" by Wu Tang Clan. So it says, "The acronym in the title stands for Cash Rules Everything Around Me." Lessa condemnation, right? That's how you say that. There's just some words I can't read. From the materialism. Condemnation. 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 C O N D E M nation. <laughs> My our boss is definitely looking like, what is wrong with you guys? This is not how you perform on radio. But um, of materialism, then a statement of fact: the drive for dough is especially pronounced in the urban war zones described by these Staten Island rappers who sling white stuff or turn the streets red in pursuit of the almighty green. Quote, neglected for now, but yo, it's got to be accepted. End quote. Raps, one of the members from Wu-Tang Clan, to close his classic second verse. That what? That life is hectic. Quote, unquote. So, I'm this not going to lie. Can you just, you know. Paraphrase. Please. I got you. Basically, long story short, they're kind of hitting on the materialism, which is something that we've mm. spoken about a lot yeah. during this episode. Cash rules everything around me. Just that idea, not specifically of capitalism, but materialism and how money affects your social lives and I and how different aspects of your life could get neglected because of money. Mm. Um, I definitely think it's an amazing song. Wu Tang Clang is just an amazing group of rappers that I personally appreciate. They're old but school. they are old school. Sometimes I my old soul pops out a little mm. bit. Um, but I definitely think it's a really good song to unpack in terms of yeah, money. So let's hear it. yeah, we're gonna listen to that. Maybe a couple other songs revolving around the topic of money, and then we're going to continue. Again, you guys are listening to and will be listening to Brunch Break by Nalan Prithigna on 88.7 WRSU-FM New Brunswick. Cash rules everything around. 